Alright, hello, hello, and welcome to the latest installment of Between Two Spoons. I'm your host, John Coster. We are here again, running it back. A twofer at the W.G. Grace on White Ladies Road. And I am joined here by Miss Miss Melissa, yeah. who needs no introduction. Sure. Would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Melissa, first time attender of the Spoons. Lovely. And I have to say, I lived across the street from this place for a year and a half. Never went here, but I paid money to do this, so you're it's good. You're the worst tourist in the town that you live in. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, definitely haven't any of the major landmarks at this point, so. Well, I mean, this is perhaps the most important building on White Ladies Road. Yeah. I mean, even much more important than the BBC, just, I mean, down, just down the road. <laughs> probably. I would say if I had to choose one. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that their thing? They, like, fix up old places? Uh, spoons or the yeah. BBC? <laughs> the Spoons, actually. I mean, yeah, they're like the Red Squirrel of, uh, of bars. What's They'll, the Red Squirrel? The Red Squirrel. It just makes a home where, you know, it'll just oh. it'll just make home wherever. It'll just kind of yeah. inhabitate an opportune place. Do you think they take, like, requests and stuff? Like, if I had... A really gross place like Turbo Island, we could turn into a spoon. Oh, I think, I think that would be the excellent site. I actually have an idea for the next Weatherspoons. Yeah. The Welshley Arms, by JD Weatherspoon. I think Turbo Island <laughs> could be a fucking excellent site for the for for Bristol's next Weatherspoon. Yeah. yeah. For the listeners, if you do not know what Turbo Island is, plug it into your Google Map and look it up. It is probably Bristol's probably Bristol's most important landmark, would you say? Probably. Yeah. I love I love it when the, they throw like a wet piece of cardboard onto the fire and you can just smell the the tape burning. I love it. I love just that black smoke that comes off of the burn pile at Turbo Island. Yeah. Yeah, they roll. They roll a great cigarette there. Yeah. They roll a hell of a fag. <laughs> Sounds like a magical thing. Yeah. Um, I do. So we have some uh, housekeeping to do. Yeah. We have some administrative announcements. Yeah. Uh, Between Two Spoons is now becoming uh, a soup podcast. Melissa, would you care to elaborate? Um. We'll be testing and tasting the soups of the spoons today, and if the soups are good enough, I might get to steal the name of this podcast for my soupstagram. Yeah. So you're not. We'll find out. It's already copywritten. Yeah, I don't know about that. So you just be it like a, a child company. Yeah. Yeah. I could be your advertising division. Ooh. Okay. We can, we can have a spoons branded soup. Yeah, but we can only ever eat Weatherspoon soup. You realize that. That's okay. My goal is to try all the pub soup, so <laughs> this is right up my alley, really. I mean, maybe I'm going to be limiting myself a little bit. I also have never checked if they actually sell soups at the Spoons, so we'll find out. I think well, we're going to find out right now, in fact. Uh, I'm opening the Weatherspoon application. 
as is we this, speak. Is this the only restaurant that you have the application for? No, it's for all of them. This, but this you thing scales. Them every time? No, I mean, they're all Weatherspoon. No, I'm saying, do you have like Revolution's app? No, nah, it's some whack shit. Yeah. I, that's not a problem because I don't go there because I always go to Weatherspoon. For the spoons? For the spoons. I had the, yeah. the Green King app or whatever it was. Ugh. Deleted it. Good. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> I have mean thoughts about them. That was the first. I went to that. Um, what's the one? The Channing. Channing's. Yes. I went there. That was my first meal out on April 12th. And they had no food left except soup. And the soup was just okay. It oh, and french fries. I got soup and french fries and a sad beer. And it was a disappointment. Mm. Yeah? They let me down? I, we've also had just some just some awful some awful food experiences at Channing's as well. Yeah. I really can't go back. I Which one? Oh, at Channing's. And it was a long time ago. I've nearly wiped it from my memory successfully. I don't think I've ever been there and had a good time, but I will, I like the vibe <laughs> that they're giving. It wouldn't be the worst place to have. What in the world is our table number? Oh, 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 44? Yeah, oh. that's very hidden. Yeah, it's, it's like up against the brick wall. So maybe you've not been here quite enough times yet if you don't know where all of the table numbers are. My goal is to sit at every table, you see. Let's go to food. Um, you here at least 40 times, you know that. <laughs> uh, and there are 300 days in a year, so... I, I don't know, like I'm not... So they have pub classics. A steak and kidney pudding. Interesting. Yeah? Pudding? Bangers Wait. and mash? I don't know, I don't know. Can you go to the pudding description? Because isn't a pudding a dessert? Um, well, kind of, but then it changes. Like I think... That, so... I think this is like the deep fried, like little... It's like a little disc of... of <laughs> Of probably some poor animal's kidney. That is horrifying. Yeah, it's got peas, gravy. It's got a kidney pudding. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's a two. Five bean chili. There we go. Wow. That's that's in the cart. That's in the cart. Okay, between two soups. <laughs> yes. Uh, no drink. Already got my Guinness. Add that to the basket. What do we have? They have an all-day brunch. Oh my god. No thanks. Um, yeah. <laughs> we have the scampi. Have you tried doing search the menu and you just write? Oh, you. Thank you for. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that. Tomato and basil soup. Bang, bang. Right. Soup. Add it to the basket. We're just running the game here. Um, and then I think I'll need... You should get real food. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. that as an idea. Yeah. Wow, I'm going to have to make my soupstagram today. I've been procrastinating on this for two weeks now. The, uh, the initial idea was two weeks ago? Yeah, I have like four soups on the back burner right now that I have reviews in my head for. And if I don't write the reviews soon, then it's like I ate soup for nothing. Soup for nothing. Yeah. Don't soup for nothing. Have you ever considered bowling for soup? I was thinking that they would be 
they could write me a theme song. Yeah. You know? Well, I think you're, it would have to be like the intro to the to the podcast would have to be Bowling for Sue. Yeah. All I know is 1985, though. Is there anything else? There is one other song. Um, or maybe two, but they're like the same tone and like the sentences sound the same and the themes so are the same. So it's the same it's chord like, progression, like, the drums are the same. It's about being in high school and like... Okay. Like your parents, yeah. like your parents, don't understand you. Yeah. Yep. You know they were in Bristol in May actually. I had concert tickets and then I wasn't here. And I think I gave them to Katie. I don't know if Katie ended up going, but they played at Thecla. Oh, I remember. There's yeah. a bunch of interesting bands that go to Thecla, and I, I never, I never. So the Thecla, the Thecla listeners. Yeah. It's about. People play music in it. Can you smoke cigarettes in there? I don't know. I keep bringing up cigarettes. I don't. I have (laughs) no smoking zone. You can't smoke in Weatherspoons for the record. Tim would not ever have that. That's good. Tim would never allow for this. Did you ever go to Sing and Shake as a kid? Um, you know, there's like the. Would you like they to have the, a smoking, smoking area? Yeah, they had a in smoking s- and a non-smoking yeah. section. I, I mean, like. A, I remember, we'd be. It was my whole family. We'd sit in the non-smoking section, and there would be this like glass divider, and on the other side, it's all smoking. Okay. Insane. Well, I mean, nothing pairs. Uh, you know, with a strawberry shake like a Marlboro Red. Yeah. Like I want a cowboy killer in my left hand, I mean, and I want honestly, a fucking strawberry like, shake in my right hand. Conceptually, if you're a smoker, that sounds like paradise. <laughs> but like I think I think Amsterdam perfected the smoking in the cafes that we wanted. That would be the most ideal. I do wonder if like you get Colorado to pilot something like that. Smoking and a non-smoking, yeah. but it's cannabis only. Oh, so, yeah. It's, it's the future. It's the I future. mean, you can smoke while you have your munchies. Yo. Do you miss, um, I mean, when I say munchies, I mean, like, literally the the bag, the mixed bag that you could get in the States. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. I have actually had those in the past year. I feel like somebody, we got them somewhere in this country. I don't know where. You found munchies? Yes, it was on a camping trip, and we were oh. eating munchies, and then we obviously ate the whole bag. We're we talking like Wales, Devon? Yeah, I think we were in Wales, somewhere. God bless the Welsh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I know. There are some snack foods. They smoke that, weed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, the snack foods, they have better crisps here, but like everything else salty is, doesn't stand up. It's not bad. Yeah. Let's see, okay. I have now completed the order, so let's review our order here. Five bean chili, tomato and basil soup. So we have two soups, between two soups. Yeah. Spoons. Soups. Well. And then uh, southern fried chicken strip basket. Nice. I'm really concerned about how they southern fried chicken in this bar. Some people might just call those tendies. I think they take a frozen chicken tender, put it in microwave. I don't know. They might deep fry it or something. Or it might have been deep fried at some point in the process, I'm sure. Paying now. Card will likely be declined. 
Lovely. We have we have food now. Excellent. Um, okay, so soup is soup is incoming. Yeah. Is is coming later. Um, Melissa, I now need you to create empty space and well, I don't know. So essentially, I need to go find one of the menu magazines that we can you know go back through these articles. Yeah. So listeners, today's theme we're mixing it up. We're progressing, evolving. Do I have to freestyle right now? Well, I'm going to find a magazine. We're reviewing a couple of articles from the Weatherspoons magazine today. And I need to go find the magazine because I can't look at pictures of screenshots on my phone and podcasts. I'm not that talented. Yeah. So, Melissa, yeah, if you could, like, beatbox or something or anything. It's going to be good content, I promise. But I'm not going to start a content. It's going to be like... 100, 130 BPM? Yeah, probably. Could we go for that? Minimum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Were you with me yesterday when my heart rate was dying? <laughs> what? Was your heart failing? No, I felt a lot of things. And then all of a sudden my heart rate was 100,000. <laughs> I thought it was at 40. It was not. Was this at the club? No, this was at Steph's. Whoa. Yeah. Is everything okay? Mm-hmm. Listeners, Melissa just got very pale. She, <laughs> she's very pale now in the face. He's, oh, yeah. I thought you were about to, like, pass out and, like, lean forward. No, I, I'm well hydrated, as yeah. you can see. You're, we're doing work on this. I mean, I have to say. Another pint. Stella, I was like, hmm. Bella. But then it was quite yeah. good tasting. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Good. Alright, alright, I'm going I'm going to find a menu. Yeah. Beat beat to the box. Okay. So if you guys really wanna know what was my motivation for coming on this podcast? I can tell you what it was. It's that I want some brand recognition. So I mean, John's got a huge audience here, right? Like, at least 10 people. Maybe 11 people. One of them is probably his mom. So, I mean, realistically, this is how I'm going to get followers on my stupid Instagram. Otherwise, I will just be talking to myself about the soups all day. I learned a new fact the other day about beer glasses and basically the bottom of the beer glass will have certain cuts in it to make the bubbles just go in special direction and that's why you have to serve your beer in a certain glass so if you ever get a glass with a label that doesn't match your beer you're getting ripped off come here we have two guest stars i'm freestyling right now because john is looking for a magazine also we ordered soup we're gonna rate soups today and if i win i'm gonna get the instagram handle i don't think he agreed to that but i'm gonna take the title I mean, if it's on the record, it's on the record. Oh, whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. We have... Yeah. How'd the beatboxing go? Um, good. 
you might need to cut some parts. No, I was I was sharing content with them. Let's go for content. I could go for another, yeah. Um, I will do another Stella. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I've secured, I've secured the magazine. I was telling them my motivations for joining this podcast, which is mostly how wide your, your reach is, you know. Dozens. I, I said at least 11, so yeah. you're, you're kind of overestimating there, but, but I think you have more than 11 followers. Yeah, Maybe 12. I didn't, I may or may not have just checked today, uh, that we were at the party last night, I was telling some people. Yeah. I was, I really need to make my elevator pitch for it. I was thinking, I was like, you know, when somebody asks me, like, yeah. what? What the fuck is this? I just gotta be like, yo. I've probably told more <laughs> people about it than you have. Realistically. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Listeners, we have no idea what we're doing. I literally like the sound of my own voice, so I thought I'd record it. I don't think anybody else likes it. <laughs> okay, but imagine this is what's gonna be good. Oh, yeah? In yeah. 10 years, maybe not even in 10 years. Are you going home for Christmas? Like maybe like three year? months. You're going home for Christmas. Six weeks. Yeah. Hey, mom, I'm really getting the creative energy yeah. flowing lately. Do you want to hear some of my original content <laughs> that me and my friends put together? I'm We're creative queens. Scared to death of my mother listening to this. It sounds. Poor, poor woman. I put her through enough. <laughs> Moved over here. Mom, I'm getting educated in England. True. Good. I'm, this yeah. is the culture. Yeah, I'm going to the most significant cultural establishments of the whole country. It's fucking, this is the real culture. It's yeah. not about going to like art shows in London. Those people aren't real people. No. It's like seven robots who are pretentious. Like this is yeah. where real people go say, and live. I think this place is a little too clean. To have we're about culture. to we're going to cover that yeah and that's some of the so I found the Bristol magazine yeah so I was a little bit curious the articles that you sent me they come from a Weatherspoons created magazine do you mean this magazine that yeah. I hold right here are yeah. we doing a magazine ad right now is I that what this is who, <laughs> do they as a business put together a magazine every month uh, yeah I don't know who the editor is Tim does a little Tory speech at the beginning of it yeah uh, it's just adorable yeah <laughs> I mean, not really. <laughs> is it political propaganda? Uh, he throws out, he throws out, yeah, he's, he's very open to getting political. Yeah. He was surprisingly pro-immigration here, but other than that, pretty much was like... How does he feel about the taxes? Oh, yeah, he doesn't, yeah, definitely not. That, that's, uh, that, that is a black guy. <laughs> but the stories, that was... That was a, that went horribly, horribly wrong. I didn't have much to say about that, as it turns out. Um, no, I've, I've done, in, in choosing, so we've curated some articles from this yeah. lovely Weatherspoons magazine. And in choosing these, uh, yeah. have done, have generally steered with it. But, you know, well, we can get into it. Two million. I don't know how they got that number. I don't. I, I think they print two million of them and then, It says you know. read by two million. There are two million Weatherspoons in England. I don't think that's true. <laughs> that is like half of spoons per capita. Maybe not, but it's like every person could be sitting in a Weatherspoons at the same time. And so if there was an emergency and only the Weatherspoons were tricked up for emergency preparedness, we'd be fine. Oh, perfect. Thank you.
Well, yeah, that's the, um... Nice. Uh, I gotta finish this Guinness now. Oh. Oh, here, we'll do a little, let's do a little pause. Is this the... I don't know. Okay, we so... Have, we also have chips coming. If you don't want to interrupt, you can pause until the chips come. Oh, no, we're, we're, we're back. So we're back, um... You just broke the fourth wall? <laughs> we're back. We've broken through walls. This is yeah. groundbreaking, so I wanted... There's so much that's happened since we paused. Well, two Shawshank Redemptions. Yeah, it's basically. I mean, let me get the mic a little bit. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I either. I know, you're, just, for, just for a second. Just, just for a second, we can cut this out and whatever. But just for a second. So we have two. Is this your first spoons? No. Oh, but whatever. This. So, a lot has happened, listeners. We've had the food delivery. Our soups and some spicy cheeky. And we have two new guests who are definitely not about to walk away at some point. And definitely want to be here with their voices going into this microphone. This is what they want. We have Atsy and we have Scott. And most importantly, this is Atsy's first school. I'm really honored to be here. This is a really exciting moment for me. Yeah? I think we should applaud them. We got two soups. I, I for do her. feel confused about why there's only one spoon at the table. <laughs> yeah, wait, they give us two spoons. <laughs> <laughs> we got two soups and there's one spoon. Guys, if we got one more spoon, we can shoot a cover photo for your podcast. We can create. I, I do need a cover photo. Oh my god. But I, I like that they fucked it up and just gave us one spoon. Between one spoon. Can you be between what one, is, one spoon? What if we broke one it in between half? Between one soup? <laughs> two soups? Do we have to share it now? Um, I think that they gave us a spoon for the chili, and it was the chips. I mean, that's my recommendation, honestly. It's good. I have a great between two spoons question. Whoa. Scott, what is between one spoon? Is it a big spoon or a little spoon? Big spoon. Always. Well, there's nothing wrong with being a little spoon. I want to say that. Which is kind of a Freudian slip. But big spoon, certainly. Well, why are you saying that there's nothing wrong with being a little spoon? Why did you think there was anything wrong in the first place? That's a Freudian slip. I'm why a bigot. you feel the need to defend the little spoon? I'm a bigot. That's true. Make it big spoon. Yeah. Oh. Look, you're just buying time for Scott. We need... It's, it's Scott time. This is your question. What is between one spoon? Truth. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> How between the spoon and the holder. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, so, Melissa, what do you think of the soup? So, um... I guess, first of all, this is an interpretation of if a chili is soup. So, are, are we getting abstract now? I spilled I spilled chili on the weather screen. That's how they know someone's read it. <laughs> Thank you. Could we have, could we have two more spoons? Yeah. We also, we also have um, a significant amount of ketchup. Yeah. And mayo. Um, you go and get the sauce yourself. Oh. There are like little stands. There's one just above those. Mm. That's the best. Oh, no. Okay. Thank you. Lost the pork. Oh, no. I already yeah. have nice. Oh. You know There's ketchup culture at the space. What does that mean? <laughs> you get your own ketchup. <laughs> are we doing? We, we're doing we three things. Food? Yes, we are. We're we're doing melt food in between. Wait, this is a, a mashup. This is a yeah, mashup. Yeah, this is. 
Honestly, Mel, Susie, Patrick, Queen, and... All right. Is everybody ready? <laughs> <laughs> no, I need a, I need a ring. <laughs> Has the world ready for this? <laughs> I don't know if the world is ready for this amount of truth. So much rich yeah. content. Do you want your chicken? Well, yeah. Did you hear how southern it is? Southern? Yeah. So here's what I don't understand. Foghorn, leghorn, The decision of the rice. Do you understand that? I chose rice over chips because I'm trying to watch my figure. I see. Yeah. And good thing Hatsy did a, a solid and, you know, are those more spoons? Mm -hmm. The rice is pretty bad. The rice is pretty bad. Well, it's that's the perfect way to watch your figure. If the rice is too bad to eat. <laughs> All right. Here's what I need to do next. I'm gonna try this soup. I'm starting the soup. How do we feel about tomato basil soup in general? It's one of the best. What's what's up with basil? I never use basil. Like, what's the point? Let's go with basil. Yummy flavor. All right, somebody else try it. It's good. I did my fry in there already. <laughs> Fries in the soup. Is Ooh, good. yeah. Chip in soup. Tomato basil soup is the better ketchup. Did they have mayo or no? They did. It kind of is better than the regular ketchup. Actually, I don't want mayo. It's because of the basil. But I was thinking about it. That's the answer well, to the basil question. Look at that creativity. I need, I need you two in the background. Oh yeah. Oh my god. If anyone wants a sneak preview, it's spoons and it's ketchup. We're all tagging each other. We're about to just yeah. get crossover, 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 crossover. Tomato soup. We might break the algorithm yeah. today. Yeah. <clears throat> um, if the base is ketchup. Actually, oh have god. I told you that I have a ketchup recipe book? Do you want to make something? We could probably make a tomato soup from the ketchup recipe book. Whoa. Okay. So it's essentially just ketchup. There's soup. there's definitely pizzas where the like the base of the sauce is ketchup. Yeah. I, I have a question. Yeah. It's possible, but should you do it? <laughs> Those are two different things. I mean, it's basically Jurassic Park. Guys, if there's anything reliable in this world, it's supposed to be ketchup. I don't know that that's true. The fact that you have an oh. account rating ketchups means it's not reliable. Yeah, actually, that's true. <laughs> Gotta finish this. Thank you. Well, uh, that's why I said it's supposed to be ketchup. Am I gonna burn my mouth? Am I gonna burn my mouth? So I'm trying to bring truth and justice to this world by, you know, exposing. Yeah. Can you define ketchup for me? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. We're getting deep. Actually, you have the floor. When does ketchup become a tomato? When does a tomato become ketchup? Uh, these, are the questions, these are the questions that we should seek to, mm. to answer. On bail. Do you think that, you know how wine is made? What if they had a place like that, but for ketchup? I suppose we could make millions. Honestly, <laughs> so yeah. Like a tomato stopping, you know. And then you get to, to rate everybody like Donch out. I've never made homemade ketchup. Let's do it. Is that, is is that our activity tonight for Guy Fox? <laughs> I mean, in honor of... Okay, here's a crazy idea. Important mm -hmm. thing. What if we took tomatoes, 
homemade ketchup, took the homemade ketchup, reformed it, and froze it back into the shape of a tomato. Oh. Mm. Tomatoes is, is it a tomato or is it ketchup? Hmm. A little bit of both. That's like, you ever see those videos? Is it a patty? Did you see those videos where they make the object out of the object? I'm so not describing this well. It's like fundamental. Like making a big Lego block out of little like, Lego blocks. They'll make like a stuffy. pastry it, it is. tomato it's out of all these tomato-y ingredients. Like referencing the shape. Mm-hmm. It's like deconstructing a tomato to reconstruct a tomato. Because what is a tomato? But more artistically. Certainly, ketchup reformed as a tomato is no longer the same consistency as... No, no, it's fundamentally not Do you make a question about religion and spirituality? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you like... I mean, to some, ketchup is a faint-based If somebody eats a tomato in the woods... I'm ketchup more often. If somebody eats a tomato in the woods and nobody's there to see it... Is it ketchup? Is it ketchup? <laughs> Probably not, because they ate a tomato in the woods. But nobody saw it. So, so how can you I say? I mean, what if they... Did they tell someone it was ketchup? Saw it and caught up. Oh. oh. I see the sad jokes. Did we forgot? <laughs> then it would be ketchup. <laughs> I think I'm catching on. Catch the day. Is that salt? I thought you were going to add the ketchup to the tomato soup. <laughs> oh, that would be... Holy shit. Oh my god, Atsy. Atsy! Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Different density. <laughs> now you have to try it and let us know what it's like. Actually, so, this would be good for, for the listeners. Upon Melissa's recommendation, I've squirted in ketchup into the tomato soup. Certainly was not my um, It did raise the volume about four millimeters. Um, and there's now a red dot maybe two centimeters wide in the center of the soup and yeah, Melissa gone. just went for it. Wow. Got most of it too with that hot chip. Okay. Well, I won't. I won't. In conclusion, <laughs> no, you should. Let's do salt. In conclusion. <laughs> Are you vegetarian though? Yeah, but you're just, you're just dipping the chicken in. You're right. It's okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think the ketchup was a better dip than the soup. But Whoa. what about combined? It is made up. It is made as a dip. Yeah. Combined, it's nice because mm. I like soup and I like ketchup. Interesting like fun fact fries. about ketchup: it was not originally made as a dip. It was what? a classic. That's oh, disgusting yeah. and that's wrong. That's <laughs> what do you mean by? <laughs> what do you mean? For I mean, filling. People for use it all the time. Filling yeah. and fairing, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's just a great filler and fairing. You can sand it down. It wasn't until the Civil War that someone tried to use it medicinally to cover a bullet wound, and it made it into, like, someone accidentally tasted it. Guys, yeah. this is so not true. Ketchup was Wait, originated no, in, Viet- in Vietnam. No, no. Okay, I feel like both. Hundreds of years ago. Hundreds of years ago. I feel like both of you are it didn't develop as, like, a condiment until Civil War time. 
times. Oh, I believe that. In the medic tents. But don't tell me the first time somebody tasted it. Like a bone saw? Like they'd bone saw. Like and a splatter. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Like no, wait, wait, wait. And they'd have like the same squirt bottle. They, they grabbed their fry from the cafeteria tent. All right. I feel, I feel, <laughs> I feel like, like, like I feel like I am being like pulling my legs. Definitely lied to right now. What? But back then they had the glass Heinz bottles. They're like, somebody get me a knife. Picking the. Should I make a Scott Lies podcast? Oh my god. I think John should make a Scott Lies. Are we four for four? Yeah. Wait, and it's just gonna be your house from his new house. It's it's really creepy that I can see I can see your balcony from my bedroom window. We saw you sitting in your house the other day. Oh, is that what you? I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah, we were much. just standing in your front yard, looking at you, watching TV. I really dislike this. And we said, I wonder what he's watching. And you, we could tell you, you had a plate of food on your lap. And you made roast beef tonight. I don't like that. What we're learning is that our friends are creepy. We weren't hiding it. We were talking very loudly. We actually took a flash picture, which lit up your entire house. Uh, and I didn't even notice it, because I thought it was car lights. Because there are car lights always going by, yeah. I think I said, this is really fucked up. <laughs> You're very susceptible to spies. That's what I'm learning right now. Even more my new flat. I mean, it's just like a little. People just walk out there and smoke cigarettes. Do you think they walk that there's a rival Green King podcast and the Green King is gonna come kill you? I really want to find out how to bleep stuff out because I was saying we should, you know, like. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good thing you didn't, because we're recording. <laughs> it's okay, we can edit that out. I wanna, I love it when they throw in some bleeps in there, and I love, I love a good, you know, like when I, and then, you know, I put my pants back on. That's a weird one. That one's fully out. That one's, no, it's okay, we can edit that out. Well, well actually, now it's fully back in. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show that his pants are still on. We hope. And his trousers. And my trousers. Trousers on, pants off. Really? Hmm. I don't wear pants. I love some How do you get I don't wear pants. This is my. We'll see how this goes. Alright, so what are the topics that we're getting today? Oh, we have we have articles. Yeah, yeah, we're we're covering we're reviewing some articles from the magazine. Yeah, there's a magazine. Uh, two million readers per month. Well, I guess per month was an assumption. You might have missed it because I spilled Customers. I spilled some chili on it. Hmm, read by two million customers. The Weatherspoon News magazine. Okay. I think they're just saying how many customers they have. Are they assuming every customer reads the magazine? <laughs> yes, most definitely. I feel like they have more than 2 million customers. Should we sample that? We should do a spoon day where we just sit and monitor the, the magazine rack. Mm. And then extract that to how many spoons there are. And I mean, I feel like we are the only Six people in 12 hours. Wow, there are 57 Weatherspoon <laughs> hotels? Yeah. There's one up way up the northernmost weather spoon up there in wow. Scotland. Whoa. You gotten there yet? Oh, Sadly, no. Okay. Some some shining day. Okay, here's the thing about eventual highlands. Wait, wait, I was looking That's at one happening. today. It's called Cairn Gorm. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's five things, and we can stay in this weird mountainside hut overnight. I mean. 
18 miles? No. It's going to be snowy. You're That's crazy. It's 18 miles in like two days? Yeah, yeah. Alright. Two days. But oh, you're going to do you're gonna do five peaks that are all above 4,000 feet. I think my friends did that. Yeah. It's in, it was in the book of hikes. You good? Sacred book. It is a pretty good book. Oh, well, here's our, here's our first article. Oh. George and Caitlin find love behind the bar. This could be us. Alright, we're we're gonna we're gonna move into our weather spoon. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna move into our literature review section. Yeah, so we're the title of this article is George and Caitlin Find True Love Behind the Bar. George and Caitlin find true love behind the bar. Yeah, we a story of a story of finding love at the weather station. Uh, no, I, I feel unprepared. You're reading for us. Have you guys read this as homework? Um, yeah, yeah, we both we both well, already read it. I mean, give me the too long. No, but the listeners, like, let's read it for the listeners and then and then just and you know review it. I have I have my notes here on a piece of toilet paper. This summer, staff and managers at the Wallace Harley were finally able to celebrate a Weatherspoon wedding. Shift manager George and bar associate Caitlin tied the knot at the Grand Hotel in August. The couple first met while working at the Brunlee. Oh, nice. The Burnley. Now closed. Now closed. Now closed. Rest in peace. The Burnley board, George, ex- explained, I started working as a kitchen associate at the pub seven years ago and spent one shift a week at the bar every Saturday night. Caitlin joined the team as a bar associate six months after me, and we worked that, s- that Saturday shift and started to go out together after work. So, we met through spoons. A trained chef. George left the company for three months, yet returned to work alongside his old mm. kitchen manager. They always Alex come Robinson. back. They always, they always come, come back. back. <clears throat> because Spoons treat their employees very well and have a great quality of life. <laughs> <laughs> at the Wallace Hartley, although his first time at the front of the house, <clears throat> Caitlin soon joined the team, as did her sister and fellow bar associate, Leanne Smith, while Alex went on to become the pub manager. Ooh. Pub manager? Pub manager. Pub manager. You only need to be 21 to become pub manager, according to an article uh, preceding this. <laughs> Take note, listeners. All right. If you're, if you're over 21. <laughs> and from this, we can guess the age of Kayla and George. <laughs> All right. Um, Kayla and George now have two children, Theodore and Albert. Good names. As a result... Unless childcare allows, they rarely work the same shift at the pub. Oh, guys. At least that's not like that's a weather's kind of intermission on the, the reading we're, article. We're almost done. Okay. Do you think they will allow you to baptize your children under the taps in the weather soon? So long as it's Carling, yes. It's only Carling is allowed. Yeah. Should we send them an email and let them know? That they, they have their emails in this article, so yes. Good, that's perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's what we need. And their national insurance numbers. Oh. Their Lovely. address. I mean, we know where they used to work, right? And well, that's closed do down now. But do we know where they work now? I don't it would be crazy to go track them down. That would be okay. <laughs> that would be <laughs> too much, but it would be so funny. Not in a crazy way, you know, just like, you know, some dark okay. night. 
work your way into the bar. I mean, you know, you don't want to have to pay for their therapy out. for like the trauma that we've given them. But Make also, him. it would be funny. Yeah. Oh wait. I would love to baptize my children under the taps of the mother's fan, but not under the taps of the ketchup. I was gonna. I was gonna say. Do you think that they would let me? Yeah. Dude, under the ketchup pumps. Yeah, and then they take your baby away. <laughs> like, man. Yeah, they would. Man, they, we, take we, they, they would take that. that yeah. <laughs> let, let it happen. Because <laughs> you don't like drown your baby's breathing holes. I mean, think know. of all the nutrients. In ketchup, you, you just like wash their hair in it and scrub their body. I like how you're defending it as if that's the reasonable action. <laughs> what doesn't ketchup makes you stronger? Okay, what's the ending? Well, the, cliffhanger. I mean, the ending is essentially that um, George and Caitlin did eventually get married, but and due to COVID, they had to bump their wedding three times. But in August 2022, congratulations, they finally tied the knot. And as we know, 50% of marriages end. <laughs> kidding. Just kidding. No. They were good as spoons? That's nationwide, though. Not when they're yeah. born out of spoons. That's true. true. Yeah. They have a stronger balance. Burnley has no divorces. 100% success rate. Yeah. Why is that? Burnley? Burnley? Yeah. Strong spoons? Yeah. Oh. Uh, titanium spoons. Actually. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, let me, let me open up my toilet paper notes. I did jot down a couple of bits on this. Oh. Yeah. This looks like a napkin rather than a toilet oh, paper. That's a piece oh, of toilet it's, paper. It's oh, toilet. no, that is toilet paper. This is toilet paper. Don't worry. Um, wow. Where did you write these that. notes? See. Oh, um, just before this, I had to collect my thoughts. Oh, is that so toilet paper from spoons or is it from home? Uh, no, they're, this is double ply. I have no, I have no double ply. Yeah, Etsy, can you please verbally assess yeah. the quality of John's toilet paper? These are my toilet... Listeners, I've jotted down my notes on these articles on toilet paper and... So I'm holding... The texture? I'm holding John's notes, which is essentially two squares of two ply for the paper. Mm-hmm. Four plies and all. And yeah. about, about 15 to 18 bullet points spread out on them. About the Weatherspoon wedding, hygiene, and Beckham? Yeah, yeah, we have oh. the Beckham article. Don't, yes. Oh, spoiler, spoiler, yeah, spoiler. spoiler. Let the record show that John has two ply toilet paper. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the, now we know where to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just if you about, ever have an emergency in Clifton, guys. <laughs> about this, about this love story. Didn't didn't Rihanna didn't Rihanna write a song about this? We found love in a hopeless place. Mm. You know, oh, like no, no, it's no. it's a storybook. I mean, the place is now closed down, so it's pretty helpful. If you thought that the Weatherspoons had no opportunity for love, you've been looking at this place wrong the entire time. That song was not about the Weatherspoons. You don't think it was about spoons? <laughs> Again, this is Etsy's first time with spoons. <laughs> was it about a green king? I feel nothing but love and acceptance here. Yeah. Tips are pretty good. Look at how much ketchup they have. Yeah, but they made you get your own ketchup. Yeah. I kind of like that. It's like, it's like, we, we don't get to judge you for how much ketchup you want. Feels like a safe space. Yeah. What's article number two? Article oh, number wait. two. Did we get all your bullet points? Oh, uh, we we're need good. those. We're good. We're good. I, 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 the only thing I was going to say was like, 
you know, what if what if any one of us fell in love? You know, right here, like we we could fall in. Like, what? You come here. You come here to fall. You meet. You will meet. You will meet someone. Yeah, you will. Come here. Meet someone. Probably. In the past, um, in the past um, are cheap too. I'm here every Sunday. At least <laughs> your waiter or waitress you will meet, and. You know they can bring you food. So. Yeah, you guys hear that? Scott Crawford's here every Sunday looking for love. Well, yeah, you know, you've you 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 got the day at Spoons and, you, and the day at Greg's. Oh. How do you end the day at Greg's? How do you end the day at Greg's? This is an early day. <laughs> oh, is Greg a man? Wow. Oh, no. And he met at the Spoons. Exactly, I found love. <laughs> Greg came to Spoon. Wow. You can get that in the podcast. Spoon Greg. Greg and I have the two spoons. Wow. You should come. You should come. We you need could to come on the pod. You could <laughs> come, come, on, come on the pod. Formal invite to Greg. Sounds like who is the Greg man? Come tell us. <laughs> came so soon. Do you have other friends that you're not telling us about, Scott? <laughs> I mean, I've invited you all to Greg's many times. No one has joined me. Yeah, well, he's just got a lot of sausage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, how is... Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Is that you what the kids are calling it these days? Yeah, but never ketchup on it, you know? That is disappointing. Although ketchup would be a, a better sauce than what's on there. <laughs> Slices of pizza. Greg covered in, covered in ketchup. Mm. Smearing it all over his body. <laughs> Do you like a pillow or something? I'm hot. Me yeah. <laughs> if, you need to, if you need to run to the toilet for a bit, it's no problem. I'm just gonna take this magazine out. So hot that all the cheese sticks to the top of the. Oh. Pizza box? Oh, paper bag. Would it be showing that Scott will never be seen? <laughs> yeah, he likes dead. it, doesn't he? Hygiene. 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 Where's, where's the hygiene section? That's what's next. Well, you already plans to bathe her children in ketchup, so. What's next? Well, we're going back to the hygiene section. We're doing the hygiene article. Where is it? No, here you go. Mm. Yeah. Bring us back. Yes. We're not going to read this full article because it's quite dry. But um, hygiene, hygiene. It's in Weatherspoon's jeans, being hygienic at these bars. Um, they believe that they're clean. <laughs> I mean, I'm and they tell people that they're clean. <laughs> That's the synopsis of the article. <laughs> I will say. This table was clean. And the floors did not stick to my feet. And I think that's all I got, but I have to say, I've seen grosser. But the weather spoons in Liverpool. Guys, would you believe me? Bring it down the average. Would you believe me if I showed you? That Weatherspoons is more clean than a Starbucks or a TGI Fridays. I mean, have you seen the bitches in the Friday? We don't After they've TGI had Friday. two of them Bahama Llama cocktails. <laughs> Bahama Llama. Love a good Bahama Llama. Is that a real thing you can get at TGI Fridays? It would be amazing. I'm sure they got good cocktails. You know the chilies in the airport. 
never been to TGI Fridays. You've never been to TGI Fridays. I do want to point out, and, and Weatherspoons does explicitly call out in the article that they are ahead of Greg's. It's like, oh, we're better than Greg's. They did pretty well, too, but we are better than them. However, <laughs> so funny. Do they However, consider Greg's a direct competitor? However, twice as many... Actually, over twice as many Greg's were rated than Spoons. Oh. Yeah. Well, no. Do they just 775 have... spoons were rated. That's for an average lot, score of 4.9. No, but Greg's is, oh no, 1800 Greg's. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I have to say, like, there's a, isn't there a Greg's in the bus station? Like, you can see how their Greg's, average might be brought down. Greg's services a larger range of customers, and they venture where spoons yeah. doesn't dare. So, yeah. yeah, they leave themselves more at risk. The food and drink they offer, too, is usually a little bit more mobile, affordable. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, but people come, to, people come to the spoons for the experience, to sit, sit down, to feel welcome, for it, to bathe in their ketchup, to find love. To just to find love. smear ketchup over our faces and over our bodies. Yeah. Oh, my spoon. Yeah. Oh. I, I was going to say, this could be just simply bias in the data. I mean, what if every Weatherspoon's reviewer just has lower standards? But actually, <laughs> who is conducting these yeah, guys? Yeah, yeah. Did they just put spoons at the Can top? Can we see it is spoons who that... the sponsor so. of this survey was? Was it Big Spoon? Okay, okay. <laughs> so, Weatherspoon's pubs consistently top the charts in the food hygiene rating scheme, FHRS. Among scheme. It's a, it's a scheme. See, they're, they're fucking saying, they're telling us it's all a fucking scheme. It's a scheme. Anyway, um, <laughs> the FHRS, FHR scheme, uh, among the biggest pub chains, and this number one spot highlights that excellent consistency. I really fucked up the talking of that sentence. I am, that sentence came out weird. Next paragraph. The FHRS is run by local authorities and is the only independent government scheme assessing the level of hygiene standards in pubs, restaurants, clubs, Takeaways. There's clubs on this list? And cafes. And cafes. Yeah, the Cubs, the, well, none of I, unless KFC is a club. <laughs> none they of them scoring like, highly. They have, like, one, one for all or something. Oh, Pitcher and Piano made it on there. They have, oh. um, Slug and Lettuce on there. What? What's Slug and Lettuce? Yes, and Have you seen how pretty their bathrooms are? It's like a place that does cocktail trees. It's not cool. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I think that the customers the record, have the love the cocktail trees at the Slug and Lettuce. For the record, I've never been seen alive with a cocktail tree. Have you ever been seen dead with a cocktail tree? No, but that's the only way you'll ever see me with a cocktail tree. This can be arranged. <laughs> I certainly <laughs> We're sending you to Austria. We'll just make sure to have them set up a cocktail tree next to a dead body. Loads of slugs and lettuces Wait, in Austria. Can our Christmas tree this year be a cocktail tree? We should steal one from this a massive this one and with ornaments. I'm sorry, what is a cocktail with white tree? white lights. It's, well, a, it's a tree we'll leave that, up for that holds large glasses of gin and tonic. 
So like you know the big glasses, imagine like gin and tonic. It's a tree that holds them in a in a, a formation. Is this like Great Gatsby when they pour the champagne mm. and it just like yeah, all the but, champagne but glasses like, are stacked and it? But like a less no, cool. No, it's not that. It's like a, imagine that. like a menorah, but layered, and instead of candles, it's cocktails. Okay. So not a menorah, but a cocktail tree. <laughs> also, yeah, something not a Kanye. Anyway, something, so imagine something Kanye a metal thing holding. It's kind of like <laughs> if you start with a menorah. Swinging a Miss Kanye joke. Go. It's in the shape of a tree, but it holds cocktails. But they like pre. It's like a sharing ordeal, unless you've had a long day. You've got ten cocktails. I'm making up a number. And they're all there for you. Okay. And I mean, I'm in. Oh, we have we have it on record. They're playing. They're playing the uh, the. Somebody might have won the roulette machine over there. I think yeah. they just won a bunch of money on the roulette machine. This way you fucking kind of win money. If you're, you can get rich. You can get. You paid for the whole night. Anecdotally. It's not a successful story. <laughs> um, the only other thing I'd like to point out about the hygiene scheme, um, the lowest score pictured is brains with 4.42. Who's brains? It's just brains. It's just the lowest on the list. And it's brains. Human brains. Human, I mean, eating brains that shoots the hygiene? Gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just slug drop. Indiana Jones movie where Monkey Man's. Which one is that? Is that um? Is that Temple of Doom? I think it is Temple of Doom. Wait, he actually eats brains. Or he's he has to eat the monkey brains. Turns out it's not very hygienic. Um, <laughs> I think that's just the restaurant. I'm sure their takeaway is much better. <laughs> Pyramid in <laughs> 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 Restaurants brains were better. We we have our next topic, which is <laughs> spend it like Beckham. As oh. they do with the view to us, the, I'm pretty excited. The honors <laughs> of spending it like Beckham. <clears throat> Weatherspoon News reported on Hollywood Film starred John Travolta's unexpected visit to the Roman <laughs> Hot on the heels of the pub hosting an A-lister customer. I'm sorry, was the Weatherspoons hosting John Travolta? I don't know why they name-dropped John Travolta. It's so funny. Because it has nothing to do with John Travolta. But they're like, by the way, John Travolta. I the article was about John Travolta. It's so confusing. I'm glad we cleared that up for our listeners before we get too far into this. This has nothing to do with John Travolta. <laughs> it's like, John Travolta. But also Becca. <laughs> I fucking love the name drops. It's just, it's just so. It's like a middle school. Like by the way, I mean, uh, like this what person, would I have to do to get main name drops? That's the real question. Like, hey, we saw Melissa at the Spoons of Clifton. It's probably a really cool place well, to go. First, you need a cool name, like Mr. Dot. Mr. Dot. Yeah, Mr. Dot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mel Foodie. Mel Foodie. Yeah, we heard I it. I saw Mel Foodie. Soup. 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 All right. All right. 
<clears throat> anyway, we're back. Hot on the heels of, pub, of the pub hosting an A-lister customer. Former England football captain David Beckham's son, Brooklyn, and his new wife, Nicola Peltz, enjoyed, enjoyed an evening with friends at the Metropolitan Bar in London. Online Mail reported their parents are worth an estimated combined 1.68 billion pounds while they recently enjoyed a lavish three million pound wedding in Florida. Just attention seeking, like by the the bouginess. The bouginess of the numbers. I've... That's a lot of pounds. <laughs> and yet they also want three beers for less than ten bucks. I can blame them. Even the Beckhams see the value of a three pound pint. Actually, sorry, I'm scanning ahead in this article. Yeah. Does this have anything to do with the schools? Yeah, the Beckhams were at the school. That's the point. Have, okay, so imagine this. You're also 23 years old. And you're like, wow, Brooklyn Beckham is my hero. Because I'm 23 and he's 23. And you're like, he goes to Spoons, now I go to Spoons. I'm also a billionaire's son. And then just like that, you live the life of a billionaire's son. Yeah, I see. Okay, so in this in this area, the Metropolitan Bar is a Spoons. Yeah, that's an interesting interpretation. I didn't know they were Metropolitan. Everyone has a, just a random made-up name. <laughs> Everyone is just like, it's so fun looking at like the Weatherspoon. I want to make a Weatherspoon name generator. Yeah, I was that'd be super say, fun. Like I a web app, you just press. I think that Weatherspoons would be a good target for those Facebook things where it's like the first letter of your name in your birth month is the name of your spoon's location, <laughs> and it's like the whip. But then, arms. but then that's what you name your child is after Weatherspoon. Yeah. What if we just started naming our children after Weatherspoons? That would require us having. Children. Can we just like buy some stars or something and then name the stars for the weather? Absolutely. This would be nice. Are there anything else where we can name someone else's property? That would be fun. I'd love to name stuff and torture other people. You can call anybody anything. That is true. They might be offended. That is true. <laughs> but if I just decide everybody I know gets a nickname of the spoons that I think most characterizes them, I would offend some people. But it would be fun. You can call me the Welshley Arms. Did they close down? Years ago in Cardiff. Yeah. So it was a sad, sorry state, but they're going to reopen it. I'm pretty hopeful about that. So, bring it back. Finish it. Well, I I don't know if we want to read the full rest of this, but basically, synopsis is good. Two, yeah, two, three important people visited um, the Metropolitan Bar, a Spoons in London, including, as we mentioned earlier, John Travolta, David Beckham's son, Brooklyn, 23, and his new wife, Nicola. An actress, 27. 27. That's a big, that's a pretty big age. Kind of an age gap. Yeah. I mean, well, actually, I mean, I feel if, like from 24 to 32. If the parents were worth 1.68 billion, that age 
Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm realizing is that this, I do have to say that is an age gap. Twenty-three is quite young. I know. I feel like twenty-three, twenty-four, like thirty-two is all kind of same. I think when you hit twenty-five, that's when it hits the same. I'd say twenty-three is still pretty young. I think twenty-three. I feel like you're when like you're out of college. So, so as I mean, as a twenty-three-year-old. <laughs> Well, as a 27-year-old. Yeah. As, a, as a former 23-year-old. As a former 23 year As the actress in this yeah. situation. No, I, as the actress, from Nicholas's perspective. Yeah. I think that, I, I feel like it's more like 25 to 32, but when I was 23, yeah. I included myself in that way. Where I was like, I, yeah. I am mature enough. I Like, it's all the same from 23. I agree. But I do think 23, not 24, but 23 is your first year out of college, which is like a transitionary year but 24 then you're like no way i was like two or three years out of college by then yeah well not everybody's that smart or that young <laughs> dear listeners uh Atsy's pretty smart she's, she's quite smart i'm blushing stop guys <laughs> can i give you a pint <laughs> let me buy you a drink for that compliment okay um carly carly Ooh, could I do a Guinness? A Guinness? Sure. You? Yeah. Surprise me. Surprise me. I'm glad. I'm really glad we covered the age gap because that's when I was reading the article originally. Oh, I was my like, eyebrows raised. Yeah. What are we looking for? So that's interesting because I've actually heard there's, there's court cases nowadays where doctors will medically say you are you are you know a 45 year old your heart is the condition of a 45 year old but the man is like 65 or something they would like to legally change their age to 45 because Wait. they believe medically speaking they are at the time they can have a doctor certify them as a 45 year old they believe that they should be able to change their age legally because it is you know ageism to force them to retire or to limit their their benefits okay okay Whoa. i have a lot of gripes i have so I, I what, love, what is thank it? you so much because i i have so much to say and think like can on you can like, we get some references to this? Like, does, does this we'll fucker, it, we'll you notes. don't we'll get to say that you're 45 yeah, yeah, years yeah. old, you don't get to say, you're, if you say fucking back in my day, bam, it's like, yeah, sure, like, there's gotta be a bunch of clauses, like, as soon as you say back in my day, you're 60 again, you fuck. <laughs> He's just doing it so he can change his age on the dating profiles, what's going on? Yeah. This is true, yeah, no, maybe. He's, he's losing um, dates with women because he feels like he's 45, and doctors will say, like, hey, you have the mental well, acuity, the heart, the cardiovascular health. What about the libido of a 45-year-old? The libido of a 45-year-old? If you can medically say, like, in certain categories that you're a 45, why can't I say that I'm he's legally 45? He's just it's going hard. He's just trying to... He's just trying I to gotta to say that somebody that goes to the doctor to verify this is definitely not 45. Because a 45-year-old would not be touchy about... Not being 45. This guy sucks. This is the, this is like the old dude that you see like running, you know, like a 
20k. Like he runs a 20k every day. He's like he's running down the street in his stupid oh, running outfit. He's from the UK. Even and he's better. like, yeah, like I'm living life. Like somebody hit this guy. A Dutchman oh. who wanted to change oh, his no, name for Dutchman. No. prospects has lost his legal battle to do so. Wait, he's 69. Oh, he's 69. He's just attention seeking. <laughs> well, we live in. Oh, this is gonna get political. We live in a time when you can change your name and you can change your gender. Why can't oh. I change my age? Whoa. Mm -hmm. This guy is just trying to make a commentary that he thinks is edgy. That's how I feel as soon as you told me that sentence. <laughs> I think that he's just trying to undermine others. I don't think that can't he actually just thinks fucking, he's 45. Just fucking lie in your dating profile. Yeah, wait, cool. I, like, you can, so, it's not like, what, are they going to run a background well, check on you? Sometimes <laughs> you do have to link your Facebook, or you have to link your Twitter, or your, your I don't know, email account. Everybody knows your age. Enter a different date. <laughs> like, all yeah, you have to do think is about the consequences <laughs> of when you made your email. You can be serious Facebook. What? Yeah, like Dude, fraud and stuff. This is so weird. You can be sued for, for like maybe by healthcare companies or something. I don't. In court, Mr. Rattleband oh. argued <laughs> that the date on his birth certificate was a mistake, even though yes, he was born on that day. Is he arguing? Is he suing time? <laughs> Yeah. I'm so confused. It's just, it's just it's this Dutchman versus Father Time. I'm so bold that I want to tell him to shove it up his ass. This is amazing. Uh, I just want to put it out there. Come on the pod. We'd love to talk with you, Mr. Uh, Rattlesnake. Yeah. Um, come, come on the pod. Come on the pod. All of our, our whole Twitter army will go after him. We'll, they'll be here in no time. Can we get him canceled? <laughs> then he'll feel 45. Um, I have to say. Oh, okay. So, um, Melissa, go, go. Okay. Oh, what we got? So we, we have our final, we have our final article today. Um, you know, it's been a journey. You know, life is a garden, dig it. It's about, it's about the journey, not the destination. And just, uh, I'm going to, I'm done. I'm just going to start reading this. Um, so here is Ricardo's tattoos um, are in tribute to pub manager. So we're going to learn a little bit about Ricardo and his, and his pub manager. Uh, so Ricardo Barilli has tattooed images as a thank you to pub manager Sean O'Farrell of the two first pubs that he ever worked in. Originally from Italy, Ricardo, now a team leader at The Falcon, Hi Waiku, began his Weatherspoon career in nearby Slow at the Moon and Spoon. Yeah, I like that the name. Moon and Spoon. I, Fuck yeah. I will say I paused at that name and I was like, I wish my local was called. I wonder the moon what's between those two spoons. Yo, that's on the fucking list. <laughs> Come hell or high water, I will be there. <laughs> Where is Hi Um, I don't know. Oh, no, no, well, no, it's in Slow. That's in Slow. Where is it? This by London. That's, um, that's yeah. up, like right off the train. Yeah. yeah. Oh my Yo, god. Yo, it's the moon. We must take a day trip, guys. 
Is it in slow that they have the super roundabout as well, I think? No. Do we need to get a car they to have do the, that? They have the mega roundabout. I think that's, it's in that's slow. That's not slow. Well, I'm Yo. Like it's fucking crazy. It's a roundabout. Does spoons take roundabout? Does spoons do takeaway? We could bring it into the roundabout. <laughs> yeah, takeaway time. Oh my god, those are little chicken tenders. Can the you roundabout. Write this down? I do want this as a date. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Wait, so what's up with this roundabout? Can I get some more details? Hang on, I'm, I'm looking at right. the right. listeners, it will be in the details. Oh, it'll be in the details. And the meeting. That's it. We're going to add it to the Outlook meeting notes. Like, uh, <laughs> do you know in the Pink Panther? Do you know in the Pink Panther when they get stuck around that roundabout? Is that in one or two? I, I haven't seen that. I, I have not one? seen that. I think it's one. This, is, it, this essentially looks like that. Where there are five different large streets that feed into one mega roundabout. It kind of generates a little star. That was this one. This one? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's oh it. That's it. Oh my god, there's yeah, cars there's in the middle. Six, it's like I think it's like a pagan devil. It's like a pagan devil worship monument. See, it makes the upside down star. All right, I'm and gonna try to describe. And that's where Chichulu will rise. I'm gonna try to describe this. So there are there are five there are five entry points to the star. Sounds very unsafe. And within within this within this star, that's one like technically a giant roundabout. There are five smaller roundabouts inside of it, and places to park your car along you every side. You can park side. it. Like that. That's that has to be for parking your car. It's a tourist trap. It's like Times Square. Okay. You go to see the it's it's stuff. it's basically Times Square. You're oh. you're spot on. I'm looking at it right now. It's Times Square. <laughs> Can I be trapped there? Oh my god. Oh, you can be trapped. You might not ever escape. If you, if you went in there, you would probably never get out. You're never going out. It's just like going to Austria. Alright, listeners. <laughs> it's like going to Austria, Switzerland. It's like, you chose this. There would be a McDonald's in the middle or something good. You know, but no McDonald's. No McDon. There's no McDonald's in the center of the slow roundabout. A little bit upset about that. I mean, so why would you park? I think you can smoke a fag in there, probably. Oh. <laughs> you could probably just spill in the middle and light up. <laughs> Should I have our bomb? Why, oh, wait, we have a, why is this an Arabic? What? I'm afraid to accept these cookies. Oh, oh, we're watching now the video. Oh, that is not for parked cars. Of the slow mega roundabout. Oh, God. Th- this is me. the future. Are there stoplights in this roundabout? Um, yeah, 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 I'm done. I'm done with that. That's um, a, This is the future of travel. I, I honestly don't even know how to describe this in words. I think you need to post this. Like, fuck flying cars. <laughs> this is what's next. Honestly, this is an example of poor why, urban planning. Why can only three cars fit in that little space? Yeah. Where they have to stop and let cars go forward and... I just think... Oh, wait, no, this is swinded, not slow. <laughs> I think we've had this wrong the whole time. Yeah, this is swinded, not slow. Don't, 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 listeners, don't... Don't worry, guys. You don't have to go to slow. But we do for the moon and spoon. We will be there for the moon and spoon, but not for the roundabout. We'll make a separate trip to Swindon. So Why is it in Arabic? Arabic? 
cookies. It's UAE Twitter. Is this is this is this fucking Elon Musk's new Twitter? It's just in Arabic. No, but I'm exiting out of yeah. that. What is your phone background? <laughs> what? Is this? Somebody's like holding their leg. Yeah, so it used to be funnier. So my my like lock screen used to be my my best friend from college jumping in there. She's like, take this cool picture mm. of me jumping. It'll be so cool. And then she jumped off this thing and then landed <laughs> on the ground and. Oh, actually broke her ankle. I think it was like a significant sprain. Oh. And so the the lock screen used to be her jumping up, and now (laughs) the home screen is just her laying on the ground, holding her leg in pain. So, So, uh, visual meme, uh, ankle is chum bucket, and that's it. That's the visual meme. Let's go back to Ricardo. (laughs) So we're back. We're back at Ricardo, who began his Weatherspoon career in nearby slow at the moon and spoon which we are going to his eyebrows dear listeners we will add a picture of ricardo is, is he single <laughs> he better not be single his lips look voluptuous um so ricardo says that job honestly saved my life Sean was so kind to me, and we became friends. When he moved to High Wycombe, I moved with him. His next tattoo, he says, will be Sean's signature. Again, in recognition of the impact which getting a job at Weatherspoon had on his life. According to a colleague, team leader Alan Coles at the Falcon, Ricardo is a walking canvas. <laughs> Ricardo's a walking canvas. His tattoos include images from film and television, such as The Walking Dead, Batman, and Pulp Fiction. And soon his friend Steve? Yeah, and soon Steve's uh, signature will be on on his left ass cheek. Do we know Steve's last name? Guys... I think that this is the perfect opportunity to go to the Moonspoon. Oh, it's Sean O'Farrell. It's not Steve. I don't know how we got Steve out of there. Sean O'Farrell's good name. Sean O'Farrell? I hardly know her. So that's the article. Any... Any, any, th- I, this is the one that I didn't review with my, with my thought thinker. Um, John, if you had to get a, a tattoo on your left ass cheek, what would it be? It would be a signature, uh, uh from Sean O'Farrell. Would yeah. you make it up? Would it be from Sean? Would you contact him? I think that it would say, like, from colon Sean O'Farrell. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Ricardo and I have been in touch. I love his eyebrows. And, yeah, I, you know, he's, he sent me a picture of Sean's signature, and it's something that we can no doubt whip up at any odd, uh, any odd tattooist. Good to know. So, yeah. Sounds uh, less unique, I, less I have, perishable. I have a great tattoo artist in Western, Western Supermare, so. Um, good guy. What, yeah, what, what is this? That's the new one, isn't it? No way. Yeah. There's a tattoo of the moon spoon. I mean, if I worked at a place There's two spoons. There are two spoons. He has two spoons on his arm. And what's between them? Uh, hairless skin. (laughs) Very good. We can't tell the truth before the end of the podcast. How will they know? This is the secret. Is that what your show is about? It's about Ricardo's hairless skin on his left forearm, yes. Yeah. 
are you familiar with the, the dating move, like the naked man? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Now, do we think the moon spoon is the British oh. version of the naked man? Wait. Oh, I like that as a move. You the, like that? Yeah, yeah. And I don't believe Again. You should not attempt it. For the listeners. I like it as a comedy well, sketch. Well, hold, hold on. I mean, Scott, you, you bring up the naked man, but a lot of our listeners probably don't know what that is. What is it? Ah, yes, it's successful for one in three, one in three tries. One in th- so one in three tries. If you try it three times, you'll have one success. One success. What is what? What is it? I mean, you get you get a interested party alone. Ah. And you just send it. Yeah. You go full nude, and they're either in it or they're not. <laughs> full nude. Was was Greg into it? Tell us about Greg. Yeah. So you know. I didn't quite follow it to tradition, but we went to a spoon, and I I gave him a little moon. Was there a sock? Was that why it wasn't traditional? I kept a sock on. Good, good on you. Yeah, you know, gotta leave a little for mystery, you know. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing though. Greg knows all now. There is no mystery. It goes to the point where you Lights can't. On. You can't hold back. Yeah. <laughs> With the lights on. Lights on, sock off. Spoon lights are very... What do you think of the lighting in here? They're very unforgiving. Yeah. Actually, I was going to compliment the lighting in here. Like, the lights above the table are yellow enough where they're... They're, they're kind of pleasant. They don't hurt my eyes like the fluorescent ones out there do. And the slot machines yeah. give a nice backlight from the, from the ground. Should we give it a go? I think we should give it a go on the slots. Wait, guys, I might have a coin in my purse. Do you know what kind of coins we need? I think they could preferably, preferably one with the queen. See? I might have some coins. That's right, listeners. We might be putting it all on the line right now. Honestly, if we won the jackpot, we need to spend it all on drinks. Just like that Wham album. <laughs> make it big. <laughs> I'm good. I'm about to listen to some That's Wham. Make it big out here. It's, it's got the Make it big. Wham. Wham is George Michael. Uh, what, what was that response to George? That's your response to George Michael's name. George Michael's a god. Two euros. It's not even a pound. Actually, zero pounds. Two euros again. Did you just say zero pounds? I have no. They must have a credit card reader on those. They must. One euro. Okay. Good. It turns out I don't live in England. I live in Europe. Oh, nope. One euro. One They're euro. all euros. So I don't have pounds. I only have pounds. Listeners, Melissa has no pounds. You heard it here first. Mr. Da lives in England. Has no pounds. Only has euros. Is this a Beatles lyric? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mr. Dog. I have no pounds, no pounds. He lives in England. Where he belongs. West Jamaica. Euros only. No pounds. Mr. Dog. Mr. Da, to the place, with the slow, Mr. Da, he's singing, country road, we drive on the left side, left side in slow, 
Wow. That's it. Is that I, my theme song? Is that I think the podcast. I think song? we're done. <laughs>